Welcome to Both Sides of the Broadcast. I'm your host, Walker Brown. Within this 12-episode podcast, you'll hear from students who have been a part of athletics from Division I schools down to club athletics, hearing their experiences at the level of play they've had and much more about their time at the university. Follow along this series to get behind-the-scenes look at what it's like to be a student-athlete. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the podcast. I am your host, Walker Brown. Joined with me today, senior midfielder here on the Piedmont men's lacrosse team, Jacob Hasbrook. Jacob, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, man. How about you? Uh, doing not too bad, man. Can't really complain. Uh, let's jump into this really quick. I kind of want to get a rundown of your recruiting process. Like In high school, how did you go about it? Did you always want to go into college playing sports, or did you kind of want to feel it out? So for me, um, I was honestly kind of scared of being a college athlete because of the workload, because I wasn't expecting how, you know, college schoolwork was going to be on top of being an athlete. So I was very late into the recruiting process. Um, I would say that I didn't get committed until like maybe a month and a half before school ended. And I was like the last one to be recruited to uh, Birmingham Southern to play lacrosse there so yeah so i hear you're from birmingham southern obviously i know that spending your first year and a half i believe two years there transferring to piedmont how did you feel that the trans transfer process went kind of what led you to leave birmingham southern university and come home come back to georgia to come play lacrosse your last two years so it was a weird a uh, situation that I was put in because originally when I was in the program, um, everything was going well. Uh, I liked everybody there. I had no issues with the team in any sort of way. Uh, but my major, I was going to have to be there for five years and uh, or six years, actually, to get my major done. And then on top of that, there was a lot of rumors going on uh, at the school that they were gonna they were gonna run out of money and we weren't gonna have the sports teams available anymore. Like there was a chance that the whole school was gonna get shut down. So I was really just kind of shell shocked in that moment, and it was a, a little game time decision towards the end of summer of do I want to be at this school, see if it's gonna shut down and have to find some other place and probably not have the opportunity to play lacrosse or uh, transfer out and find some other home. And that landed me here at Piedmont University. And once you transferred here, you also joined one of your former high school teammates, Austin Vaughn, a senior as well. How was that kind of being able to get back in the cleats on the field with Austin Vaughn and kind of suit back up with him? Oh, it's it was incredible because uh, not only was he uh, a teammate at my high school, but he was my or still is my best friend. Um, and he was a, a large reason as to why I decided to come here in the first place. Um because I had a few uh, options of what I wanted to do. And one day I was hanging out uh, at his house over summer, and he was like, hey, man, if you want to get back into lacrosse, I can uh, text head coach Dutton and um, let him know that you're available. And so I went ahead and followed through with it. Uh, and I thank him every single second because I would not take this back at all. I love it here. So I'm not sure if you know this, but this has been a big thing since at least I've been here. Uh, Piedmont is known as the North Paulding Pipeline here. It's For a while it was called North Paulding U, and I know you're one of, I believe, nine guys, if I'm not mistaken, around that number that has come through the program. Riley Graham, a lot of the guys that I played with before you joined me here. 
um, that all played with you in high school, and some of those guys still come up to hang out and come watch games, and I think that's a huge, huge thing that we have going on here, alumni, and just the relationships that we've made over the four years, they, they really don't go away. It's a big thing here. Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, I mean, a lot of them, you know, uh, I actually coached with Riley Graham um, uh, last year, and that was in my in-between time of whether or not I was going to stick through at BSC or find a new home. And, you know, I, I popped a few questions to him, like, how did, how was your time at Piedmont? Like, did you have a good time? And Riley Graham also is a person that hyped up the place and uh, got me more involved with uh, the community that uh, Piedmont has and uh, all the opportunities that it brings with it. Yeah, Riley's most definitely not wrong playing his four years here. Thought about a fifth, didn't end up happening. But, I mean, he's still involved with the game back home. Like you said, he's coaching with you, I believe, at North Paulding Middle School, if I'm not mistaken, yep. back home. And, you know, that's really awesome to see that after he's graduated, he's still kind of being a part of the game and teaching it on to the younger generation. But as this as fall ball is going on right now and the guys are getting all the rust knocked off the sticks and getting geared up and getting back on the field, how do you think so far fall ball has been going? I know it's – pretty early into the fall season or off season, if you want to call it. But personally, how do you think it's been looking? Um, we got a lot of really good talent uh, with this freshman class, um, along with all of our returners. I think all of us have a bunch of talent. I think we're, we have the potential of being better than we were last year. Uh, we still got to get all these freshmen acclimated because we have a lot of them, like 14 or 15, if I'm not mistaken. Um, they're uh, they're getting involved and they're starting to uh, get acclimated in our system uh, way better, but I do think that we're going to have a really good year, um, and this fall ball is kind of a, a gut check for a lot of these freshmen to get involved uh, and see what uh, college athletics is like. With the fall season still going on, there's a test that we always do here at the end of the fall season as a Division three program. Um, I'm not sure if we're not allowed to scrimmage other Division three programs at the end of the fall, but we as a program have always scrimmaged Division two teams. I know coming up to the end of the, the fall, you guys will be heading, heading over to Young Harris University, not too far away, just about an hour up in North Georgia, and uh, I believe you all are going to scrimmage them late October after the alumni game, after me yep. and the boys come and give you all a run for your money. But how do you think that, that uh, scrimmage coming up is going to go? They're a newer program, at least coming back onto the, the circuit, but uh, that's going to be a little bit of a test for you all in game yep. time scenario situations. Um, I would say I know a lot of people that actually go to Young Harris, uh, people that I grew up playing with and against. Uh, they, have, they have some dogs on their team, and uh, it's definitely going to be a, a tough game. Um, but – Honestly, I'm super confident in our ability to take down a D2 program. Uh, I'm sure we've co- I mean, we've come very close before uh, to beating some of these D2 uh, schools. Last year we played uh, Lander, and Lander was actually like a top 50 team in D2, and we only lost by one, and I was very surprised about that, about how much potential we actually have when we play our heart out. And I think we're going to have that same sort of uh, emotion and feeling going into this game, and I think we're going to give Young Harris a run for their money. That'll be awesome, especially for recent graduate on the team, Chris Pannenbacker. Uh, starting faceoff guy the last four years has been helping out the team, trying to help them get ready as he's no longer 
playing. He's hung the cleats up just like myself, but that'll be fun with me and him and a few of the alumni that'll be there at the game being able to cheer y'all on and really see what, what y'all put together this fall and how much y'all are going to be able to grow this fall going into spring season before, you know, guys go home and then come back, you know, hopefully bigger, stronger, faster, because I know you guys have the same mentality we did last year. All we need is that, that ring, you know, got to step it up from last year and, and really give it your all. I mean, especially for yourself, final season here, I believe, you know, mm -hmm. how do you think that, uh, or what are your personal expectations going into the, the spring? Well, I think everybody on our team should have the expectation that we're going to go out there and win ourselves a conference championship. That's the goal that all of us uh, have, I believe. Um, it's going to be tough uh, as uh, Southern Virginia is very good. And Pfeiffer always gets these uh, crazy transfer portal players that come out of nowhere that played on like these all-American teams up north. So they got they got some really good players, but we don't really need to be looking at who we're playing against. We just got to understand that our goal is to win a conference championship and we'll do everything uh, in our power to do so. And I think we have a really good mentality about it. And this year is going to be the year, baby. Ring season, baby. Ring chasing. I also see you've, you've switched up your number this year, rocking old 24-year-old yep. roommate's number now. I guess your original number. Yeah, that was my number at BSC, 24, and my roommate stole it from me, a.k.a. he already had it before I got here. So, But, yeah, took, took it. Um, Going to play my heart out with 24, hopefully do better than our previous 24. We'll see about that. Uh, jumping back into the, the BSC topic and how you were scared about the, the school going underneath uh, with all the money, I saw a lot of speculation around that last year that you, some of your former teammates were talking about, and you were relaying the information to us, and that's kind of a it's a huge thing. I saw it, I, I believe, Cabrini School in uh, Pennsylvania, the same thing happened to them. They got foreclosed and bought out. One of our alumni, his brother played there, and I'm not really sure where he's going to transfer out, and that's it's a pretty wild thing, pretty scary, especially for a transfer wanting to find a, a place to see if he gives it another shot. I know you talk to your guys a whole lot. You know what happens if the school really does go under and we lose, you know, the lacrosse program and what we've built the last four years, kind of mm -hmm. what their next move would be. And I, you gave me a few answers. A lot of those guys were just going to, I believe, go to bigger schools and just kind of live it up for for that final year. Yeah, uh, a bunch of my uh, buddies that I still talk to, and I was talking to them um, because Coach Dutton's a, uh, a very smart man. He walked up to me when he first heard about it, and he was like, hey, tell some of your BSC boys that if their school goes under that they're more than welcome to come to Piedmont University and continue to play lacrosse. And I, I did relay that message to a lot of them, and uh, none of them were really interested. They were like, if, if it goes under, I'm just going to go over to uh, some big SEC schools, have a good time, um, and enjoy that college experience that everyone chases for when they're, you know, going to college. Myself kind of getting a little bit of that now as I am, have hung the cleats up collegiately, but um, how would you kind of go into describing yourself, your, your four years that you've had in college, being a college athlete, through all the ups, the downs, the good sides, the bad sides, you know, how would you really go into yourself, your personal experience? If you could look back on it, how would you describe it? Um, I would probably say, like, man, what a journey. Because, uh, you know, you start off as a freshman. You have that same kind of uh, mentality that you did in high school with how you, uh, you know, time management and all that. 
and then you get slapped in the face with some uh, some hard exams, um, some really difficult professors, and you start to learn, uh, you know, how to better manage your time. Uh, also, put in that work on the field and off the field, so you can stay playing at the collegiate level. Um, things like that is probably the biggest part of my journey and learning that. It, but also, like no matter what. I would never take it back because all the friends that you made along the way, you know, upperclassmen, like I still have, uh, when I was a freshman at BSC, I have friends that graduated that year there that still text me all the time. And, you know, they already have like their small businesses, uh, that, and I, I have all these outlets of possibility getting a job anywhere because I have all these connections. And that's something that you can't really build, um, unless you're in like a fraternity or a part of like, um, a sports team. And, like, all those outlets is probably the main reason why I continue to play lacrosse is uh, just the friends you uh, build along the way and the opportunities that come with that. Yeah, most definitely. I I think you nailed it right on the head. I I don't think I would give up my four years for the friendships and the memories that I've been able to make through a college sports team. And it's been one heck of a ride, you know, from freshman year, COVID, and this past year, you know, given everything I've got, you know, overcoming so many different obstacles, really kind of figuring out who I want to be later in life and really just kind of figure myself out as my own person being so far away from home myself. I'm from Texas over here in Georgia and you know I've been here the last four years and the friendships I've made have given me so many different opportunities and really showed like some of these guys are going to be in my wedding. They're going to be my best friends for life. I've already been to one wedding from an alumni. I'm about to go to another one. I'm going to be one of his groomsmen. I was out last week back home in Texas for his, you know, bride or proposal, excuse me, um, as a surprise and his gender reveal. And that's, it's, it's weird growing up, but it's some of those friendships you make that are going to be for life. And I think that one's one of them. And an opportunity opened itself right there is, is, uh, my buddy, Philip Waters, his dad, you know, started giving me job ideas and just advice that I could use as I'm planning on graduating in December and, that's something that's just new doors opening every day with everything that I've made here. And it's, For sure. It's really awesome to see. But, uh, Jacob, how would you go into describing Piedmont University in a few words and or more than just a few words? Um, wow. Um, I would say that the people at Piedmont uh, are going to be your friends forever and uh, don't look back push through how hard uh, everything's going to be. There's some tough classes that you're going to have to take, um, but you have all these great people here that are willing to help. Uh, also, there's a lot of staff that's willing to help. Um, my advisor, uh, Professor Friedline, one of the greatest guys that I know um, that you know has been a professor or a teacher. I've never seen somebody go out of their way to help people out as much as he has, and it's not just that uh, as a professor, but the people that you know, my roommates – They'll do anything for me. It's just, it's a great environment to be a part of. And um, I wish I could be at this school forever, but, you know, got to grow up. Sadly, you got to grow up at some point. <laughs> Myself, don't want to do it either, but we're getting close to it. But another thing, if you're looking back on, you're in high school, you're a senior in high school, you're thinking about committing, would you have gone the exact same route or would you have maybe explored other options? Um, knowing at least what you know today that you've gained in four years of college and two universities and everything that's been a part of it. 
Yeah, there's definitely a chance that if uh, if I knew the way that BSC was going to go down uh, or, you know, uh, start to fall off uh, financial-wise, I think I definitely would have chosen uh, Piedmont as my number one because um, it's been the greatest experience that I've had out of uh, the schools that I've been at. Um, but, yeah, I think I wish I could have been a Piedmont uh, Lion for all four years. That that would be a wild sight. That would be a wild sight. You'd be playing with Austin Vaughn for four years, Zach Schramm, yep. Chase Goff, and Riley Graham. Riley Graham, Jonah, Jonah Preston, yeah. Jason Grexa. The pipeline for North Paulding <laughs> would have been in full force if you were here your freshman year. But you know, thanks for coming and uh, sharing a little bit about yourself, your experiences you've had your fa- past four years and the ups, the downs, the ugly, and, and the happy. You know, it was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Getting to talk to you a little bit more about it. And ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoyed what you heard today, episodes are posted every Friday at 4 p.m. And Jacob, thanks for coming in, man. Thank you for having me. Peace. Thank you for tuning in this week to Both Sides of the Broadcast, the 12-episode podcast on what it's really like being an athlete in college at different levels, going from Division One to club athletics. New episodes will be posted every Friday at 4 p.m.